It's time for Sport Now with Stephen Hewson. Kia ora, Stephen. The All Blacks have unveiled their lineup for the Bledisloe Cup. Indeed, Kia ora, Charlotte, and Adi Saivir will captain them against the Wallabies in Melbourne on Saturday night with regular skipper Sam Kane ruled out with injury. There's also a debutante and a returning veteran in the match day 23. Rugby reporter Joe Porter has more. Adi Savier will lead the side for the fifth time in this weekend's Bledisloe Cup opener, which doubles as the All Blacks' final rugby championship test of the year. Dalton Papali'i replaces Sam Kane at open side and the only change to the starting fifth conditions. A report by human resources platform MyHR shows nearly two-thirds of those surveyed expect revenue to improve in the next year. Nearly half think conditions will improve, with 38% feeling it'll stay the same, and 60% expecting to give pay rises in the next six months. My HR chief executive Jason Enor is surprised by the optimism about revenue growth. I think what you're seeing, and this may may sound a little harsh, but it's the sort of the tale of two businesses. I think those that have really suffered with the with the drop in demand, the increase in pricing, I mean particularly the increase in interest rates, those businesses unfortunately many of them have already gone to the wall. Um, and what we've seen is there were businesses that borrowed through COVID to survive those lean years, um, and they borrowed personally. This is the small business sector we're talking about. So, you know, put that against their homes. And as interest rates have risen and they have not paid those loans down, that's causing real problems, and businesses are winding up as a result. The businesses, obviously, we're surveying and talking to are the ones that have survived that and are looking forward to a positive future. Jason Enor says there's been an increase in businesses restructuring so far this year. Bladder cancer test company Pacific Edge says it could take up to four years to regain U.S. medical insurance coverage for its products if a recent negative decision is confirmed. The company's share price and revenue outlook plunged after a major Medicare manager said it would no longer pay for Pacific Edge's tests. That decision is being reviewed and the coverage is still is continuing for the time being. But Chief Executive Peter Mainches has told the annual meeting it'll mean careful management of its capital for some time. So Pacific Edge is taking a, a cautious approach to managing cash reserves. And so in the event of an adverse Medicare coverage decision, uh, until we gain recoverage, uh, you know, we we expect to be able to manage uh, our current capital to last for up to four years. Um, we may not need the entirety of those four years, but that's the approach that we're taking. Um, that if we need all four years, that we um, that we will be able to do that. Peter Mainches says the company will also look to increase use of other products and boost its other markets. Interest in buying a small business has hit a 35-year high, but potential buyers are waiting until there's more certainty about who will form the next government. Business brokerage ABC Business Sales says the record interest is not translating to sales, with the number of sales of small businesses down 8% in the last quarter. Managing Director Chris Small says would-be buyers are in a holding pattern until they have a clearer steer of what to expect. We had over 3,000 what we call non-disclosure agreements signed in the months of May and June, which is actually a record for us over our 36-year history. So we are not short of people inquiring about wanting to buy a business. But as you rightly pointed out, actual sales, so completed transactions are down 10%. And when we talk to and get feedback from purchasers, they're very much in limbo saying, well, you know, is now a good time? We've 
We're not sure what's going to happen at the election. You know, the current government doesn't seem to be business friendly. Are they going to stay in? Are they going to stay out? So, you know, with think, simple things like the minimum wage going up, that affects every employer in the country. So it makes it harder to do business and harder to make a profit. If a new government comes in that they perceive as more business friendly, if they think that's more likely to happen, their mentality to buy in a business will become more positive. You know, we're also in a, an economic environment now where, um, you know, we are technically in a recession. So obviously people are more cautious. And Chris Small says hesitancy is common during an election period and might explain the recent softening in the average business sales price. British billionaire Joe Lewis has been bailed after pleading not guilty to multiple charges of insider trading. The 86-year-old owner of the Premier League football club Tottenham Hotspur was granted bail for $480 million New Zealand dollars, ordered to surrender his passport, banned from travelling abroad and using his super yacht. It's alleged Mr Lewis passed on sensitive commercial information he'd picked up to associates and friends who then traded on it. Manhattan District Attorney Damien Williams didn't mince his words. We allege that for years Joe Lewis abuses access to corporate boardrooms and repeatedly provided inside information to his romantic partners, his personal assistants, his private pilots and his friends. Those folks then traded on that inside information and made millions of dollars in the stock market because thanks to Lewis, those bets were a sure thing. None of this was necessary. Joe Lewis is a wealthy man, but as we allege, he used inside information as a way to compensate his employees or to shower gifts on his friends and lovers. That's classic corporate corruption. It's cheating and it's against the law. And Mr Lewis's lawyers say he'll vigorously defend the charges, which they call an egregious error. The US Federal Reserve has raised its benchmark cash rate by 25 basis points to between 5.25 and 5.5%, the highest level in more than 20 years, and matching the Reserve Bank of New Zealand's cash rate. The chair, Jerome Powell, says inflation remains too high and the central bank is intent on getting it back to its target 2% level. He's non-committal on the Fed's next step. I would say it is certainly possible that we would raise funds again at the September meeting if the data warranted. And I would also say it's possible that we would choose to hold steady at that meeting. We're going to be making careful assessments, as I said, meeting by meeting. And I'll close by saying we've raised the federal funds rate now by 525 basis points since March 2022. Monetary policy, we believe, is restrictive and is putting downward pressure on economic activity and inflation. The U.S. chief economist for financial giant Citi, Andrew Hollenhorst, believes there's more to come. I think they'll probably continue to hike. Now, if you continue to get inflation reports like the one that we got in June, that's enough evidence for Fed officials to pause, maybe pause for an extended period of time. And remember, their guidance has been that they will hike one more time. Markets are seeing that as kind of a 50-50 proposition. Um, September is probably a time for them to look at that again, pause again, like they did in June. And then November is when we think that next rate hike is coming. Andrew Hollenhorst believes the Federal Reserve will then keep rates higher for an extended period. So a big day for world markets and to see what it's, how the markets are doing, we're joined by Tony Conroy of Jardin Securities all the way from Dunedin. Hi, Tony. G'day there. How's it going? Very well, thank you. Look, how is the local share market looking? Is it a bit uh, subdued? Uh, so it's a bit mixed on Wall Street overnight. 
Yeah, well, look, the, the US market, as you had in your report there, um, initially was down on that uh, rate rise, but finished up 82 points. Uh, and so the New Zealand markets followed suit uh, up 27 points at the moment at 11.983. Any major movers? Uh, we've got Helen Stein Glassons there up 12 at 6.25, Amphitil up 4 at $9.88, and Somerset up 4 at 10.20. And um, stocks down, uh, Fisher & Paykel, Healthcare down 23 cents at 24.07, Main Freight down 20 cents at 71.30, and EBOS down 20 at 37.70. And how's it looking over in Australia? Yeah, well, look, the market's only just opened, um, but they are also up about 12 points at 7.391. Um, stocks up there, Insignia Finance up 10 cents at 285. Um, Medibank up six cents at three fifty three, CSR up four cents at five dollars fifty seven, and um, stocks down uh, mainly in the mining sector at this stage. Rio down um, one hundred and eighteen uh, cents at two dollars seventy seven, BHP down thirty six cents at forty six fifty three, and uh, Worley down twelve cents at sixteen ninety. And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. Indeed, look, the New Zealand dollar's flat. Um, against the US dollar at 62.09, um, you'll get uh, 91.89 um, Australian cents for your New Zealand dollar today, uh, a move of four cents there. Uh, British pound up seven points to 48.04, uh, against the Europe up five points at 56.05, and against the um, Chinese currency up seven points at 4.4403. Um, and 90-day bill, bank bill rate unchanged at 5.7%. Yes, I was going to say interest rates, oil and gold is what we have next. Indeed. Uh, the Brent, Brent spot price is down slightly at 83.98 uh, US dollars per barrel. And we've got gold down 13 cents at $1,971.95 US cents per ounce. Thank you, Tony. That's Tony Conroy of Jardin Securities with our market update. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora. Thanks, Anan. It's time for Sport Now with Stephen Hewson. Kia ora, Stephen. The All Blacks have unveiled their lineup for the Bledisloe Cup. Indeed, Kia ora, Charlotte. And Adi Saivir will captain them against the Wallabies in Melbourne on Saturday night with regular skipper Sam Kane ruled out with injury. There's also a debutante and a returning veteran in the match day 23. Rugby reporter Joe Porter has more. Adi Savier will lead the side for the fifth time in this weekend's Bledisloe Cup opener, which doubles as the All Blacks' final rugby championship test of the year. Dalton Papali'i replaces Sam Kane at open side in the only change to the starting 15, with Luke Jacobson coming onto the bench as loose forward cover. Kane suffered a neck strain in the win over South Africa in Auckland. The Hurricanes halfback Cam Roygaard is set to make his debut from the bench, while midfielder Anton Leonard-Brown and veteran lock Sam Whitelock are set to make their first appearances of the season from the reserves. The All Blacks can defend their rugby championship title and retain the Bledisloe Cup with victory at the MCG, where over 80,000 fans are expected on Saturday night. Meanwhile, 22-year-old Melbourne first five Carter Gordon will start for the Wallabies in the, for the first time in a test in one of several changes to the Australian team lineup. The Wallabies have suffered two straight defeats to South Africa and Argentina and are outsiders to upset the unbeaten All Blacks. Coach Eddie Jones, though, doesn't care that Australia have been all but written off. 
If you looked at Australia at the moment, probably no one outside our immediate squad thinks we've got a chance of winning, which sometimes can can drive a bit more closeness within the team, a bit more purpose about what we're doing. The defending champions of the United States concede other countries are catching up to the four-time Football World Cup winners. The US women take on the Netherlands this afternoon in their second World Cup group game in Wellington, with the match kicking off at one o'clock. It matches a repeat of the 2019 final. US defender Naomi Germa is at the, her first World Cup and can see what has changed in the last four years. I think going to this World Cup, the game has just grown and a lot of federations have grown as well. So I think it's to be expected and I think it's great to see so many countries coming in and making a great impression on the world stage. The Australia opener David Warner's dismissed suggestions. He and Steve Smith are set to quit Test cricket after the final Ashes Test against England, which starts at the Oval tonight. Australia have already retained the Ashes urn, taking a 2-1 lead into the final test, and former England captain Michael Vaughan is among those who believe the duo could walk away from test cricket. However, Vaughan has laughed off such speculation. And Smithy, apparently. Yeah, so obviously it's a joke. <laughs> so I won't take that too seriously. No, I don't have an announcement. For me, it's about trying to work hard in the nets, as I did today. And yeah, um, if selected, go out there and play and try and win an Ashes series. Warner's expressed a desire to play his last test in Sydney against Pakistan in January next year, although he still wants to play on until the 2024 T20 World Cup. Numal opener Abdullah Shafiq struck his mate in double hundred and Aga Salman smashed a rapid 132 not out as Pakistan looked poised for a 2-0 series sweep after thoroughly dominating the second test against Sri Lanka. Having bundled out Sri Lanka for 166, Pakistan racked up 563 for five on day three. And with the lead of 397, it's unlikely they'll need to bat again in Colombo. The Silver Ferns defender Karen Berger can't quite believe she's about to play in a Netball World Cup in her country of birth. Berger moved to New Zealand from South Africa as an 18-year-old and only planned to stay for a year. She kept progressing through the Netball ranks in New Zealand and has come to a long way since playing Premier 1 Netball in Lower Hutt. It's about... We don't seem to have that audio. That was going to be Karen Berger. But the Silver Ferns begin their World Cup title defence tomorrow night against Trinidad and Tobago in Cape Town. And Charlotte, that's sport. Thank you very much. And the football is obviously happening right at the moment as well. Uh, yes, so we have a big game happening at the moment. Stephen is, is uh, thinking about the football results. Got the USA well, game yeah, 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 yeah. You one know, o'clock that kicks off. Oh, one o'clock, one o'clock. I'm see. I'm too keen, too keen. Thank you very much for the sport update there.